The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now... Here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning, and thank you for joining me today on What Matters. How are you this morning? Today, I'm going to ask you to make a difference. I'm going to challenge you to find the motivation to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. So for this hour, spend the time listening thinking about how this information presented here applies to you. That's right. And I know you've just been around family. You're going to be thinking about everybody else that this could apply to. But no, I'm just asking you to think about you. Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change. And you are the only person you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. And I know you're busy. This is the busy season. We're all busy. And we lead very busy lives. And sometimes that feels good. And sometimes it means we're just distracted. And that distraction can cause us to lose focus. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world, and how do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? Look around your world. See the many blessings that enfold you. I'm so grateful this week for the slow pace that I have of visiting with family. And I love being surrounded by the gentleness, the softness of nature, and the quiet peacefulness that is here when I'm visiting. I'm with family this weekend, and my sister, who has so many talents, gave me the blessing of a hand-turned bowl that she made for me out of beautiful cedar. It's actually a box, and it smells so wonderful. I just sit and inhale the aroma of it. It's so beautiful. And I know that many people have weather challenges this morning, and I know many of you have the blessing of not having to go to work on this morning, and you're able to appreciate the beauty of those weather changes that have occurred. And some of you have struggled your way through the bad weather, 
And I so appreciate that you've done that. This morning, our guest is Gina Patterson. And again, she is here to uh, talk with us about the challenge from her organization. Tina is currently the executive director of Homeful, that is a nonprofit organization serving the homeless population in Dayton, Ohio. Tina's worked with this agency for the past 17 years, and she was recently recognized by the Dayton Daily News as one of the top 10 women executives. In 2006, she was a leader in establishing Homeless Solutions, a community 10-year plan to end chronic homelessness. Tina has been a presenter at numerous national homelessness conferences, and she is a passionate leader in innovative programs to prevent and end homelessness. Good morning, Tina. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am just now drying out. Um, I, too, am one of those that um, have that weather... Um, affected me, so um, I'm I'm very thankful to be in a, a warm, dry place, though. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to uh, make it through the. I think it's snow, right? You have lots of snow. Lots of snow, yes. Lots of snow and lots of wind. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you were able to make it in to to talk with us this morning. I know I've had the blessing. I'm south, so I don't know what your weather is. We had rain this morning, and we needed it, so it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a day late. I think everyone had hoped for a white Christmas, so um, careful what you ask for, right? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always looking forward to an opportunity to talk a little bit about Homeful and the great work that we do in um and trying to end homelessness right here in Dayton, Ohio. Well, uh, Tina, your agency has a challenge, and, and, you know, the first thing I want to know is how close are we? What is that challenge, and how close are we to getting there? Yes, we do have a challenge right now. We challenged our staff to house 100 people um, before the end of the year, and this kind of started at Thanksgiving. And um, and I haven't gotten my, my report this morning, but um, the, the day before Christmas, we were at 81 households. So we are very excited about our campaign to house 100 um, and think it's very possible. So um, we're going to work extra hard, even with the bad weather, um, this week to see how we can reach that goal of housing 100 people um, by the new year. What better Excellent. way to start a new year than uh, to go from homelessness to homeful? Well, and, you know, I, I saw repeatedly, I was seeing pictures on uh, Facebook because I do follow you on Facebook and those beautiful pictures of Christmas in a, in a home. Yes, and, yes. There, you know, um, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to have um, a great Christmas with my family in our home and I am reminded um, regularly um, about how fortunate it is and, and what better gift than, than to put someone in a home. And, and you're right, those pictures are, um, are, are, are amazing and they're very strong pictures to, to say and to see the looks of children and, and families that um, had been in a shelter or in a car are now in their own home. So, um, what, you know, it's, a, a, it's kind of selfish. I say I get a gift um, to myself when um, we're fortunate enough to do that work. And it, and it truly is a, a gift to see that that blessing that happens, you know, just, just the witnessing of it. Even even those of us who aren't any way uh, involved in your organization. I mean, for me, that beautiful picture yesterday of that toddler in yes. her 
new Christmas outfit. It was just so adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's something that we we um, we work really hard on is really trying to tell the story of um, of homelessness. You know, um, you know, a lot of people tend to believe homelessness looks a certain way. And when you say the word homeless, people conjure up um, a vision that certainly isn't that toddler. And, and you know, in, in this country, the average age of a homeless person is nine years old. So, you know, I, I think that's real important of our, uh, you know, our mission, which is a strong piece of advocacy. It's really to begin to change the perception of what homelessness looks like. So we're so lucky that, that our, our folks that we work with um, allow us to share you know, their stories and allow to share their faces. And um, I think it's a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just said the average age of a homeless person is nine years old. So that means there are lots of children that as you've been housing families this this month, you have lots of children that you're putting into a home. Right, right, and and I think that's the, you know, I, you know, while it's it's not right for anyone to be homeless, it certainly isn't right when, you know, a veteran is homeless. Um, but I think the most profound effect um, is to see that child um, that's homeless, and you know, when they did nothing wrong, and you know, they're, they 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 want to go to school, they want to they want to visit Santa, they want to do all of the things that a that a non homeless child does, um, and and by you know no no means of their own did they cause themselves to be homeless. So you know, I think that's why we want to make sure that we work extra hard to make sure that that there are no homeless children, and and that's probably one of the hardest things to for us to do. Um, and you're right. It particularly, you know, I'll be honest. We, the thought of a homeless child living in a shelter or or in a car or something like that during the holiday is equally um, difficult for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and especially as the weather came in and it's gotten so cold. Right. And right. This you know That's this would be a horrible day. It is. It is. And you know the. I got up this morning and came to work and left a nice warm uh, house with with my husband who's off and my kids who are still in bed and you know and while I probably would have wouldn't have mind staying at home on a particular day like this, you know it does make me think I need to work a little harder today. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, I, I'm sure. And just knowing that. There are still families waiting that you still have your goal to meet and that in this weather you want to work just extra fast to try to accomplish those goals because yes, you, you have people. And we've been very fortunate. There's been so many wonderful landlords, you know, that have that have probably worked a little harder than they normally would have to, um, you know, to move things along a little quicker for us as well. Um, so there's a lot of people out there that really care about the work that we do and want to see us successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, Tina, you've kind of given us an introduction here, and um, and I I want to continue to talk about kind of the, the progress that you've made, but I also want to talk about some prevention services. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, um, let's let's talk a little bit about how we even – prevent this before it ever happens. Great. I look forward to it. Okay. 
You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest today is Tina Patterson. She's the executive director of Homeful, a nonprofit organization serving the homeless population in Dayton, Ohio. And Tina, you you've talked with us about the the challenge that you that your agency has given themselves. Um, tell me a little bit about prevention services because that's a very very important component. You know, we think about putting people into homes, but there's also the aspect of keeping them in a home. Most certainly, and you're right. You know, as as hard as we're working on on putting people into homes and and reducing the number of folks who are currently experiencing homelessness, 
Hopeful also works just as hard in preventing homelessness. And, and I think that, um, you know, we, we really do kind of have three key functions to our organization, and one is to work on preventing homelessness. So that's working with folks who are currently in their homes but are facing an eviction or a utility disconnect, those kinds of things. Then, as you know, in our, our shelter, which is where we're, we're challenging ourselves to house 100, and then on the back end, we also work with people who are um, who were previously homeless, and um, we're providing continued support so that they don't return to homelessness. So any efforts that we make in, in really working towards reducing homelessness, we have to concentrate that same amount of effort on prevention. And, you know, I, I think, as, as we all know, prevention is really the best cure for anything. Um, and, and so we kind of applied those same principles to let's look at preventing homelessness. Let's don't wait for people to become um, homeless and in need of shelter services. Let's work on, on, on really what's it going to take to keep people um, in their homes. And so there are so many people who are living what we, we call it kind of precariously housed. They're living paycheck to paycheck or they're living on a benefits check, and, and they have to make these kinds of choices each month of whether I buy groceries or whether I pay rent, whether I buy medicine or whether I pay rent. And so what we work on is really that assistance when, um, if, if not but for some kind of help from us, you would be the ones coming into the shelter. So we want to make sure that we really are wrapping as much support services with some financial assistance so that these folks can stay, really the best place is to stay where you are. You know, it is so disruptive to have to leave your home, put the children in, in um, shelters, potentially change schools and all of that. So um, our efforts are that we want to um, identify those who are truly at risk of becoming homeless. And I, and I mean that there's a difference. There's a difference between the folks who, who just this month need some kind of assistance, um, and, and there's a lot of those folks versus those that if they were not able to get our assistance, they would have to enter into homelessness. Those, those households are the ones that lack support. They, they, they don't have the, the family system, the infrastructure that a lot of people do. You know, when, when I, I think this country is built on the, the capacity to help one another and families step up, and, and we don't want to – to step into that role, we really want to be that support system when you have no other resources. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I just, just comprehending what you're saying, um, the not having other resources and, and being that precarious that, you know, my decision this month is I have this amount of a check, I have this amount of money, and I can either buy food or I can pay the rent. I can stay in this house or I can eat. That that's very hard to comprehend for those of us who have not experienced that. Right, and and you know those are those are really some tough choices, and and people are having to make those all the time, and and negotiate. I can pay this bill, but I can't pay that one. And so what we do is is you know as I said earlier, one of our biggest pillars of our organization is our advocacy. So when we advocate for someone who's at risk of becoming homeless. We, we, we negotiate, um, and sometimes those negotiates, negotiations include really kind of rebuilding family relationships. 
you know, where as, um, you know, that person who's facing an eviction thought they had no other resources, thought that no family member would help them. And we kind of dig through that and really begin to re- help them rebuild relationships and rebuild the support system, along with saying, okay, now what's it going to take to get you stable? Because many people, you know, they're paying over 30% of their income, which, you know, technically, by the federal government formula, we should not be paying over 30% of our income um, for rent. You know, mm-hmm. affordable housing is something that truly is, is lacking in every community, and Dayton is no different than that. Um, you know, so we try to set people up and determine what is it you can afford, where is it you want to live, uh, what is your income, how can we increase your income, and how can we do this in a short period of time. Because these are folks who have been able to live independently, and something might have happened, and we want to figure out how to get them over that crisis and, and work with them for a period of time with, like I said, the financial support and also the supportive services so that they don't come into homelessness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you also, don't you have like a, I'm thinking it's called rapid rehousing, that you you do something where you just kind of step in, do a little short-term thing? Uh, yes, for, yes. Um, and rapid rehousing and um you know, several years ago with the Federal Stimulus uh, Project, there was an initiative that um, that really wanted to target folks, um, you know, who were most at risk of becoming homeless to figure out either how you can provide some support. And this is historically for years, and, you know, I've been here for quite, quite a number of years, is we would give people that one-month assistance. Here's this check that's going to, you know, help you this month. And we really didn't look at what was going to happen next month and the month after that. And so our rapid rehousing program really is um, working with a household for an extended period of time that allows us to financially help you, um, you know, whether it's a full month's rent and then we begin to wean you off, but also begin to empower you. How do we set you up on a budget? How do we um, get you on a career path that's going to allow you to increase your income or better yet, how is it we figure out how we can get you into something more affordable? And, and we're not going to do this one-and-done kind of shot. Our idea is that we're going to work with you for several months to build you up and then keep you where you are, and then we walk away. You know, gone is the traditional thought of let's put somebody in uh, this transitional system and, and they have to go in, they go to a program, they stay there, they graduate, then they have to move on and transition again, but transition without support. Our goal is to keep, keep you where you are, keep that household where they are, provide you the support you need, the financial assistance you need, and then we walk away and hopefully we never see you again because you've been successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like that support so much different because I think um – you know, I've witnessed a, a couple of times in my own practice that uh, families that have dramatic changes in income, um, someone got sick, someone lost their job, someone could no longer work, and they didn't, um, in, in some circumstances, they didn't know how to adjust. They, they didn't know how to, to change the amount of money going out to now right. accommodate and, right. and it really is a, an education. I mean, it really is a, like, let's go through this again and let's talk about what can you afford. 
Right. And, you know, that's an interesting thing. And, you know, one of the things that is this common thread um, amongst people who are experiencing homelessness and, and, and even those that are at risk of becoming homeless is, is I've said that they lack support systems. And, you know, I, I have a 21-year-old son, and, um, y- you know, I sometimes think about all of the things that, that I've taught him. And some of the things that you and he and, his, he and um, his brother, but, you know, we think about it in terms of naturally, you know, that, that um, you know, he opened up a bank account. But we were there to teach him how to open up a bank account, how to right. pay, you know, how to get his first car loan, how to make a car payment. You know, when when you are not in a system, a natural supportive system such as your family, those skills are never taught to you. And and you you know, I think a lot of times we take those things for granted. And you know, for us, we kind of become that family support system. For many of the households that we work with, and we teach them the things that so many of us take for granted that we might have learned, you know, as a kid, just by observing parents that did certain things or your parents that, you know, are, are going to be there with you. And so, you know, that's a real important piece. It isn't enough any longer to just say, here's a check, I'm going to pay it to the landlord, goodbye, I'll see you, you know, I'll see you again in a year when you might be eligible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have a a story of someone that a family that you've helped in that way? You know, yes, it's amazing. Some of the, um, you know, I, I tell you, I'm always fortunate enough to have the stories, and I get to share them. And you know, we we have amazing case managers here that um, that work so hard and 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 work, you know, so so passionately about some of the, the the families that we're working with and you know I'm going to tell you one just last week um and and people laugh because I've always got a story but just last week we had a family who um you know mom and dad lost you know lost their jobs and I always say you know generally you don't lose your job next you know yesterday and you enter into homelessness you know the next day it's a, it's a cycle and it takes a while usually for that. But this household really did um, kind of cycle through, you know, help, help from family, help from, you know, anywhere that they could and, and had really almost made the decision um, because she had this, the husband and wife had nowhere else to go and had to make the decision. They came into our office looking for help. They heard of us from somebody else, and and she she was going to make the decision she was going to have to give up her kids. She had a she had a seven year old son and a four year old daughter, and and she was sobbing and she said, "But I can't live like this, and I can't have my children live like this." And a good mom care, you know, the kids were well taken care of, but you know she was having to make choices about living in a car or a house without utilities, that kind of stuff. And you know it was one of those things that that. You saw her working so hard, and we wanted to work as equally as hard. So it took it took the full week. She by the end of the week, she was actually moving into her place, and this is through our rapid rehousing program. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what seemed like such a desperate time. Um, she kept her children. 
I'm only hoping to, that she's going to knock on my door at some point today or give me a call and tell me that she had a wonderful Christmas because we made sure all of those things happened. And this, mm-hmm. is, this was a, a, a household, a family, that she was going to make the ultimate decision because she couldn't live like she was with, with, you know, with no utilities, no house to call her own or anything else. And right. so, you know, for us, I had a case manager that worked, I mean, double time. We had a great landlord that was willing to work with us and really kind of made um, an amazing thing happen in a real short period of time. So hopefully these, these kids um, didn't fully know the extent in which the parents were struggling, um, and hopefully they had a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Tina. That was, that's beautiful. We're going to take a short break now. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. 
Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Tina Patterson. She's the Executive Director of Homeful, a nonprofit organization serving the homeless population in Dayton, Ohio. Tina, you've just been sharing such great information about prevention work that you do. Uh, give us a website where people could donate if they wanted to. Sure. Um, that's www.homeful.org. And that's great. Cool. You can also get on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com backslash behomeful. And I would encourage everybody to just go to the Facebook page because you get to see the pictures. They're fabulous. <laughs> You're right. It's, um, it's a very interactive um, and, and really have – we've really dedicated that Facebook to making sure that it truly is the face of Homeful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think last week we had mentioned there was a video uh, that's called the, isn't it the Faces of? It's called the Promises of Homeful, mm-hmm. which um, is a, an amazing campaign that we did um, a little over a year ago. That really is about um, uh, it, it is our folks that um, we're currently in the shelter at this particular time and, and in some of our other programs. And it's just we had a great photographer that was willing to, to spend a day with us, and, um, and we took some amazing photographs and, um, and have turned it into this campaign that really is about, um, about this is what home, homelessness looks like. This isn't, um, you know, this is real people. And they're beautiful pictures, and it's everyone from every one of our programs. We took over 700 photos that that day, hmm. and um, some of them was the first pictures. Um, we had a young lady with um, her baby, and um, she was in the shelter and had um, actually left and came back um, and and had her her four day old baby with her, and so it's the first portrait for her and her baby. Um, and then we have a lot of other pictures in there um, from uh, all of our programs. And, you know, it, they're powerful pictures. And I'm fortunate enough I was there that day, and, and I got to hear the, the stories. Um, and many of them were just amazing stories. That, um, they were so willing to expose themselves and, um, in, in a way that, that really was, you know, deep and, and um, meaningful. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, I know that video is available on your Facebook page, and also um, we had provided a link. We'll do that again this time for anybody that's listening to the show through our website. There will be that link for that video program of, of all of those photographs because they are just beautiful. Thank you. Thank Tina, you. talk to us about the the veterans programs because that the whole issue of homeless veterans is just an, another one of those things that I, I think is kind of challenging to think about is how that could happen and what can we do right right you know it is um, it is probably one of uh, you know one of the most difficult things to think about is is anybody that serves our country that that ends up homeless homeless um, at some point after their their service and you know we are we are very happy to share in the commitment that um, uh, you know our veterans administration federally have challenged themselves to end veteran homelessness in five years and um, and are really working and creating programs in order to do that and we're fortunate um, that we have a we have a VA um, per diem 
transitional housing program in, um, in, in kind of right here in, in Dayton, and one that we've run for a few years now that um, is certainly – um, had some amazing outcomes, and we've been so fortunate to to meet some of the the vets. And, and you know, again, I'll go back to some of their stories is um, is very powerful as well. And our veteran housing program is a little different. Um, and uh, in in terms of you know, a lot of times people think of transitional housing as this is this congregate kind of facility based. Um, housing program that vets go and live, in, you know, all together and everything else. Well, we, um, along with our partner, County Corp, um, who provide the housing for us, we took five um, single-family homes in a neighborhood and um, converted them into shared housing, which means that it's a, it's a three-bedroom house, and we have two veterans per house living there. And this is a house that's been completely rehabbed, and they're gorgeous. And they have yards and gardens and um, and everything else that that really is about their own home. And they live independently, um, so nobody lives with them and supervises them or anything like that. Other than we have great case management that visits them every day. And our job is to provide them with this transitional period that allows them to get back on their feet. Many of them. Um, you know, decide to go back to school in this period, um, you know, once they're trying to get their life back. And, and you know, a lot of them face some medical issues, um, some psychiatric issues, a lot of it from service time and, and so forth. Um, and, and we provide pretty intensive case management and a lot of assistance in, in finding permanent housing once they graduate our program. Uh, we have a tremendous success rate um, and in this program, and and even have been fortunate enough to have um, a vet graduate from our program into a home ownership program, um, which you know are, are even more exciting for us. So, um, you know, that is probably one of the the strong. You know, you do feel this the sense of um, really wanting to do right by that veteran. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. What that's beautiful, and. And I suppose you're you're working in, conduct, in conjunction with the VA, right? And certainly, it, it is a partnership with our our local VA. Um, they get this the additional support services, particularly for any kind of medical, psychiatric, and um, substance abuse problems they might have. Um, you know, we're in Dayton. We have a regional um, a VA center here that provides, you know, just about everything a vet needs. So, um, so for us, we're, we're fortunate that our vets don't have to travel real far in order to get all of the, uh, the additional care that they need as well. Um, but, you know, our, our veterans program ends up getting a lot of, um, you know, they, they provide a lot of support for each other. You know, we worried so much more than we actually turn, come to find out needed to about putting vets together. You know, how, how do people live shared housing? Well, veterans are used to, um, <laughs> you know, living more than one person in a household. So, right. um, you know, that's not been something we've had to worry about. They've gotten along really well. They really create a natural support system for each other. They meet once a month as a group. They get leads on jobs, leads on, you know, how to get something done, and they share that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it's been a nice, it, it's been one of the most rewarding programs we've operated. And to see it, it operating for as long as it has, 
um, and to make changes to it based on feedback. You know, what do what the vets want? What kind of, and, you know, you ask a veteran what he wants, particularly a homeless veteran, what he wants, and he wants a home. Um, you know, he doesn't want to go back to any kind of institutional kind of living. He wants a home. And our homes are, are beautiful, and, and they certainly feel homeful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, again, just a, a powerful message of, of what your agency can do is, is regardless of the population, you have found a way to mold your services to the needs of that particular population. It's not a standard, everybody does the same thing. You, You're right. You, and that's important for us is, um, you know, we have to recognize that that working with, with human beings, it's certainly not a cookie-cutter kind of um, service that we can provide. And, and we spend a great deal of time really getting to know um, the person and what it is that they need, not necessarily what I think that you need, um, but what is it you need, and and um, and then creating a plan that's appropriate for that individual, and that's real important for us that that you know that we make sure that that we don't get into this warehousing mentality of serving homeless. That it really is about the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that really speaks to the evolution of homelessness services overall, that, you know, there was a time when it was just standard, everybody did the same thing. And, you know, it's really evolved into, you know, the the individual needs, which it ultimately is much more effective anyways. It is. It's a, it, it is certainly much more effective. Um, it's a little more time-consuming. You know, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but I don't think I would do it any other way. Um, it's, it's, it's very important to make sure that I think it's enough that anybody that ends up homeless um, loses certainly a, a certain amount of their own dignity and, and confidence and everything else. And so for us to strip further away and say, but this is what I think you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it, it is certainly doing more disrespect to the person. So uh, for us and for you know, for what we want to see our our agency be, it really is real important that um, that we we give people dignity, and that's letting them be their voice in their own care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, that's so basic um, in uh, in empowering people is to not tell them what to do. Right. To not make the decisions for them because ultimately if they're going to be independent, they have to make the decisions for themselves. They have to participate in where am I going. Um, right, right. I and, think that's one of your messages, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we have to take a short break. Give us the website one more time. It's um, www.homeful.org. Okay. We're going to take a short break now. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? 
Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T, rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com/network. New 2-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com/note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest has been Tina Patterson. She's the executive director of Homeful, which is a nonprofit organization serving the homeless population in Dayton, Ohio. Tina, you've given us just some fabulous information of the specific kind of programs that Homeful offers. Um, talk to us about that whole agency. What does um, what's Homeful about? Sure. You know, I, you know, I always say that. Um, I think hopeful is a is a great kept secret and and one that I'm I'm trying to um, share more and more about. I've been fortunate enough to be here for um, going on 18 years and and we truly are so much more than um, than an organization that that just serves homeless people and and you know we we are extremely proactive in terms of looking at. At, at accomplishing our vision of a community where there is no homelessness. And we work with folks who are currently experiencing homelessness, as we talked about earlier in our prevention program, those who are currently homeless and in our emergency gateways or in the, living on the streets or, or in abandoned buildings and cars. And then we work with folks who um, were previously homeless so that we prevent them from that recurring system of, of homelessness. And, you know, What is what is homeful really about? And it really is about um, serving 
all folks who are at risk um, or currently homeless and um, in a way in which that is with so much dignity and respect that allows them to truly be kind of what they're supposed to be or what they were meant to be in their lives. And I, I say that, you know, it, it is an organization I'm extremely proud of personally to, to be a part of and to lead for as many years as I have. And, and one that people say, how is it that you can work with homelessness for as long as you have? And, and I say that very strongly and profoundly. It is because I have, um, I have been fortunate to meet amazing people along the way that, People say I changed their lives, um, but it's really my life that gets changed by the interactions with them. And, and I'll give you an example. And, and, you know, years ago I started out as a, as a case manager working with people, um, and, and no, I had no intentions of becoming the director or anything else, but um, working with people was certainly important to me. And I met a man um, at this point, who had made every wrong decision in his life and had burned every bridge possibly, and um, and who's who no one wanted to take a chance on, and I don't know why I did. Um, I think I must have been um, supposed to. But this man had really—he um, was an older guy, and and like I said, he'd made every bad decision possible and had lived a life that um, you know one that that probably none of us would really want to talk about or give two cents for. But something about him, he was a kind and gentle person. And I, I was fortunate enough to, to get him to believe in me. And we worked together, and we got him clean and sober. Um, and I made deals with people. If, if I can't him clean and sober, you got to take him into a program. And he was a veteran and everything else. And, and so he did. He succeeded. Um, and it took a lot of things to get him to succeed and um, and and I can tell you that um, he's been one of those people for me that comes back into my life just to say hello or to hear from when I need it most and um, he he's still and I can tell you this he's it's been 17 years and he's still housed he's still sober he's he's getting up there in his years this year this this week I have lunch with him um, he's been housed all this time, never used drugs again, um, reconnected with his 90-year-old mother, um, who I get a Christmas card from every year, and, um, and I'm going to go and have a talk with him about putting him into a nursing home because he's, it's time for him as well. And, you know, my kids ask about him, um, and, and everybody that I've been fortunate enough to work with know him and know that he kind of changed my life. And, um, and you know, I'm reminded this time of the year, I mean, this is somebody that everybody gave up on, and I didn't, and I don't ever want to give up on somebody. And, and you know, 17 years later, I have a man that's still alive that's going to hopefully have another few years left um, where he's taken care of, and, and he dies at some point, I know that, with a lot of dignity and respect that he deserves. And that's why I still do what I do. And that's why people have to be given chances and have to be um, respected for, for a, the person that they are. What an incredible story. I mean, he just, he's become a part of your family. Yes, yes. I have a picture of him, of him on my desk. Um, 
you know, I probably broke all the social work rules I'm supposed to. He come to high school football games to see my kids play. Um, you know, he uses a walker now, and I know his next step is a wheelchair. Um, but, you know, he really is a reminder to me about why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, how beautiful. Yes. How beautiful. Yes. So one more time, the the website, if someone wants to donate, if someone wants to help put a family in a home this week, we got this one week. week, anytime after that, we're going to still house people. <laughs> right. I know that. And anytime that, you know, I mean, this show is, you know, available on recording. I know a lot of our listeners listen to it after the fact. They might be traveling or doing something this week and won't hear it live. So, you know, anytime, if someone wants to donate and continue the to the, the incredible work that you do and changing people's lives the, the way that you are, how do they donate? Certainly. Log on to our website first and foremost, um, www.homeful.org. You can go to the donate page from there. Um, you can get on our Facebook and you can donate from that. And that is facebook.com backslash be homeful. Um, and, and, you know, again, get involved, learn about homeful so that we're not the best kept secret anymore, that we really are something that, that everyone can feel. Homeful feels something. <laughs> and you have so many options for donations. You, you know, it doesn't really matter what people have to be able to donate. They could donate a little bit. They could donate a lot. There's all this. Uh, the donate the the donation page gives people various options. But you know, if they don't want one of those options to to designate their money in some way, they just want to go to the general fund. They can do that, no matter Certainly. what it is. And you can also donate stuff. You know, that's real important. People moving in need things, and so you can donate stuff. And that's furniture. That's, um, you know, things that you might need if you're, if you're local, and, and you can certainly do that. But you're right. You know, our, 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 as I said, we tailor our services to the person. We certainly understand that, that your giving should be personal as well and should be what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Well, Tina, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show again this morning and talking with us some more about the just the powerful work that your organization does. Thank you. Now, for our listeners, this is your moment. This is the time for you to make a decision. Take some action today. Do something that makes a difference, that touches other people's lives in a meaningful way. Go out there. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.